Counting the ten makes sense. I mean, we count on ten, ten fingers, fingers, ten toes. Tonight's top ten. Ten commandments. Ten years in a decade. Ten Downing Street. Attention! Ten lots of leaping. Ten Jack, Queen, King. Ten out of ten. It's like I've never known any other way to count. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, except for this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's amazing. I remember that. And, you, you know, you're bringing back some memories. But this wasn't the only animated song of the 1970s to celebrate 12. There's another kind of even creepier sort of thing called Little Twelve Toes. I don't know if you've ever seen it. They played it here on American ABC, and it's kind of spooky, but they actually count in bass 12. Now, if man had been born with six fingers on each hand, he'd also have 12 toes, or so the theory goes. Well, with 12 digits, I mean fingers, he probably would have invented two more digits when he invented his number system. Then, if he'd saved the zero for the end, he could count and multiply by 12s just as easy as you and I do by 10s. Well, first of all, the music is very eerie. The hero of our cartoon, the eponymous little 12 toes, is kind of like what you'd get if Dr. Zeus had have drawn Kid Rock. It kind of comes apart and comes back together quite often. Like, literally, his limbs are constantly dislocating and then reattaching again. And it's kind of like this alien comes from outer space and is going to show us how to count in 12s, and he's got 12 toes, and he's got 12 fingers. Now, if man had been born with six fingers on each hand, he'd probably count... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, deck L, do. Deck and L being two entirely new signs, meaning 10 and 11, single digits. And his 12, do, would have been written one zero. Get it? That'd be swell to multiply by 12. So he counts, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, deck L, do. You're like, what? What is this guy doing? It's just a very a very spooky sort of thing. But this spooky thing, this is how Mike Devliega counts as well. You see, Mike is a dozenalist. These are people who want to replace base 10 with base 12, you know, in daily life. They're people who think we should be counting in 12s, not in 10s, which is pretty weird, right? I mean, how do you even get to a place where you start to think that there's a better way to count? So in sixth grade, you know, I was about 10 and 11 years old, my father had gotten me a computer. It was an old Apple II. Using an Apple II is very easy. The only hard part is getting your kid away from it. Of course, if all else fails, there's one last thing you can try. Get him an apple of his own. I started to program it, and there's this thing called hexadecimal, which is base 16, and I was really grooving on that. 
But my aunt, who was one of the first female computer scientists, she started to tell me, you know, Mike, you know, you ought to think about 12s. 12s are really great because all the fractions are really good. I mean, we use 12s all the time. They're horribly useful. And, you, you know, I didn't know my 12s or whatever. And she started to think, well, you really ought to know them. And so then I started to look in that out of her influence. And, well, and lo and behold, yeah, I mean, you have some really interesting things with 12. And Mike's aunt was right. We might not have 12 fingers or 12 toes, but like 10s, when you start to look for them, 12s are everywhere. Like there are 12 numbers on a clock. 12 signs of the zodiac. 12-inch record. 12 angry men. 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah, 12-gauge. 12 monkeys. 12 eggs in a carton. 12 knights of the round table. 12 bar blues. Mike grew out of his Apple II, but his interest in 12 stuck. And not least because counting in 12s, it helped him get out of some sticky situations. After I graduated college, you know, I'm an architect, and before we start work on a building, we need to know what the size of everything is. And so they send usually a very junior member, you know, the the newbie. (laughs) Hey, Mike, I got a perfect job for you. The hospital's a little abandoned, it's a little spooky. Then maybe the lights flicker while you're there, but you know, here's the tape measure and go measure everything in this old abandoned hospital. Okay, fine. I go out there and do that. You want to do them as efficaciously as possible because it's kind of creepy being there by yourself. You know, you don't want to come back and measure again and again and then return. The great advantage with measuring in dozenal is that I can add feet and inches just like metric. You know, it all totals up to 12s instead of 10s. So I started to add all the feet and inches by 12s, and I'm horribly efficient. What is it about 12s that makes people like Mike reject something so fundamentally human as counting in 10s? I think there's something intuitive about them because they're just so easily divisible into so many convenient bits. That makes people seem to relate to them a little better. Like Mike, Don Goodman is into 12s. Like, really into 12s. Don is president of the Dozenal Society of America. Like, the mathematicians call it the first abundant number because it's got four even divisors, not including one in itself. So basically, the idea is that 12 can be broken up into four whole numbers, three and four and two and six, whereas 10 can only be broken up into two and five. And while this might seem like an abstract reason to favor one number over another, it does have some practical implications. If we're packaging things in tens, we end up with one by 10 or two by five, but with 12s, we get one by 12. 2x6, 3x4, and 2x2x3. The least efficient way of packing by 12 actually uses less material than the most efficient way of packing by 10. Okay, so the packing example sort of makes sense, but really? It's just not enough to stop me counting on 10 fingers. Look, maybe I need to jump back to the beginning and learn how to count on 12 toes. Now, if man had been born with six fingers on each hand, he'd probably count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, deck, L, do. Deck and L being two entirely new signs, meaning 10 and 11, single digits. And his 12, do, would have been written one zero. Get it? That'd be swell to multiply by 12. 
The one that is in little 12 toes calls 10 deck and then calls 11 by the name L and then dozen is just doe. So that's why you see in that particular video, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, deck L doe. We're used to counting in tens, and instead of stepping into a new digit when we get to a, a multiple of 10, we just step over when we get to a multiple of 12 instead. It's like counting dozens of eggs. So sure, you're counting dozens of eggs, groups of 12s, whatever, but the number that you write down when you get to 12 has to be the number that the rest of us call 10. One zero. You see, the way we usually count is we go from zero to nine, then when we repeat that run the next time, we put a one at the front of each number and go from 10 to 19, then the time after that two, and then after that a three and so on. But in dozen or counting, those changes happen at the number 12, but they still have to be represented by the symbol one zero. That's the symbol that indicates, hey, we're repeating that pattern again. And that's why we need two new single digit numbers to fill in where 10 and 11 go. Hence the weird names deck for 10, L for 11, and Do for 12. And look, maybe it's easiest if we just jam out to a little bit more 12 toes and let the deck L Do wash over us. Hey little 12 toes, I hope you're well. Must be some far flung planet where you dwell. If we were together, you could be my cousin. Down here we call them a dozen. Hey, little twelve toes. Please come back I'm Joel Werner, this is Sum of All Parts, and look, really, we shouldn't be here yet. This is what's called a podcast episode zero. It's a little bit of audio that we use to just test that the feed's working okay, that everything's set up before we go to full-on launch. And usually these episode zeros, they're like a, a two to three minute promo, but I had this tape of the Zenalist lying around... To be honest with you, it was actually going to fit into a different story, but it didn't end up panning out. You know, sometimes this happens. So superstar producer Miyuki Yokuranta and I, we decided to create this strange little moment you've been listening to to unofficially launch the show. So I hope you enjoyed listening. Some of All Parts is a podcast that tells stories from the world of numbers. Season one, the proper season one, with characters and narrative arcs and twists and teasers, that kicks off next week with episodes one and two. So please come back then and listen. But for now, that's it. <laughs>